The word we are sharing today, this month, on Sundays, is one that is very heavy on my heart. The reason it is very heavy on my heart is because I was born in the church. I was literally born in the church. I was born in the home of Reverend and Reverend Mrs. Do you understand that? Hello? Do you get it? So I was literally born in the church. As you were coming out, before there was milk, there was memory verse. Hello, are you following what I'm saying? So I, I might be young physically, but I've been around for a while. And year in, year out, I've seen themes come and themes go. And I've seen people's lives remain the same. And part of the things I began to pressing into God when this thing was looking like a call to ministry, I said, God, I'm not doing. Forget it. <laughs> I'm not doing. I look for other people. There are many great men and women of God you are raising already. You don't need another one. What are we going to do differently? I said, no. And then the Lord began to show me a lot of things. And part of what I am doing this morning is my core assignment to the body of Christ is to ensure that the errors and the mistakes that have produced disrepute for decades, that the light of God's word will come mightily, will break those strongholds, and I will begin to raise a generation that is a living proof generation. Are you still in the room this morning? Every January 1st, there is an announcement. Our year of divine movement. And when is this December 31st? There is neither divine nor movement. Our year of... You are looking at me. You don't want to give me the themes. Our year of breakthrough. And then the year comes to an end. There is neither a breaking nor a going through. And I'm just wondering, is, is God really playing with us? Are we the ones playing? Hello? Am I in the right church this morning? As this, if this has never bothered you, you can just pack your Bible at this point and you can go. But if like me, if like me, you are saying, I know God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it and I'm not seeing it, then there's something somewhere. I must humble myself enough to find out what that something is, fix it fast, align myself, and begin to be the proof that it might not be working everywhere, everywhere else, but I can show you one place it is working here. It is working in this home. It is working in this life. It is working in this family. It is working in this ministry. Am I in the right church this morning? Somebody help me shout on top of your voice. The word works. All right. So our deliberation in this month is giant slayer, mountain mover. Giant slayer, mountain mover. This is the mentality of the person that will take over. This is the thinking of the person that will walk in the fullness of what God has in store for them. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Numbers chapter 13, I read from verse 30 to verse 31. That is our anchor scripture in the month of July. It says, and Caleb stilled the people before Moses. And he said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. So, let's see on verse 30 for a second. So, this is prophetically symbolical. Hope that's not too much for you. The word of God comes. It is your season of divine acceleration. Caleb is saying that it is true. It is our season of divine acceleration. Now let us go in and prove that word. For we are well able to prove that if God said it, it is true. Can you see what's going on here? So let's go to verse 31. But the men that went up with him said, this is old English, we be not able. God said you are taking over. You are saying we are not able. 
God said, it's your season of divine acceleration. You said, we are not able. He says, arise, shine, your light has come. You said, we are not able. He says, come, you are taking over. You are possessing the land. I am driving out the nations before you. He says, we are not able. He says that I am bringing you not just to a place of experiencing healing, but I want to pour my oil upon your life that through you, many will come and appreciate that there is Baum in Gilead and the great physician is alive. You said, we are not able. He says, I'm able to break the stronghold of poverty and I'm raising you to be a lender to nations. I'm raising you to be a financier of kingdom projects. The gospel will be on the airwaves because of obedience. You said, we are not able. To go up against the people for they are stronger than we. They are stronger than we. We are not able. Let me tell you, neighbor, say you were never meant to be able. Uh, your, your, your neighbor didn't get it. And you tell them it was never about you. It was always about your God. First Samuel chapter 17 and verse 26, we read um, a statement from someone who has this understanding. I will break it down. I'm really looking at my time. Trust in the Lord to help us. And David spake to the men that stood by him. Can you see similarities already? He says, Caleb spoke to them and those who were with him. Now there is a voice speaking to those who are by him, saying, what shall be done to the man that kills this Philistine? As far as David was concerned, Goliath was a dead man. He was still breathing, puffing. He was still bragging and boasting and using his, his, his armor and intimidating God's children. But the one who knew it was never about him. It was never about his size. It was never about his intellect. It was never about his brilliance. It was always about the grace of God at work in and through him. He knew that this guy is, 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 is gone. He's gone. He's already discussing the reward. He's not discussing how will we kill the giant. He's saying what will be done. As far as he's concerned, the giant is dead. He says there is reproach in Israel. Someone's got to take it away. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he shall defy the armies of the living God? Can you see David did not make this about himself? Who is this person bragging? What is that diagnosis? in your purse, looking at you and staring you in the eye and saying, you're always singing, he's a way maker. He's a healer. Come on, diabetes. You're as broke as broken can be. You're singing Abraham's blessings are mine. I am a lender to nations. You can't even pay your rent. That's a Philistine in your house, mocking your God and saying, if he can, if he can pay rent, sister, forget nations. I'll be like, ah, it's true. You can't even keep a home. Fighting in the morning, fighting in the noon, fighting at night, you carry your Bible, you go to church, lift up holy hands, go back home, and you continue the fight. Is this what marriage is? There's a Philistine in our home, mocking your God. Everyone is confused. Everyone is hopeless. Everyone is troubled about what tomorrow holds. And the child of God also joins in the group trouble. The group worry. Everybody's scared about tomorrow. I better be scared also. Everybody's worried about tomorrow. I better be worried also. Not knowing that this, this, this Philistine is too small for your God. I said it's too small for your God. The mentality, the mindset of those who will walk in the reality. Somebody say reality. Somebody say reality. That's the key word in the practical experience of what God has said. Those who will walk in it in the reality. Those who will walk in it practically. It says, blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. The need is in physical places. Those who will successfully bring the realities of the heavenly places to this life. 
Those who will successfully live a life that is victorious, a life that is miraculous. I am telling you, open your heart, child of God, this is the mentality that they have. That there was a wisdom before time began. Before there was a Philistine, there was the ancient of days. Before there was a giant, there is the one who was, who is, and is to come. That is the mentality of winners. That is the mentality of champions. That is the mentality of those who will possess the land. Guess what, child of God? I come with breaking news to you. The land that God has promised you is not vacant. Just in case you don't know. It was not like a fallow land, just chilling, you know, just, just land and they'll just come out of Egypt, run through the Red Sea, pant out of the wilderness and just like, ah, land, eh? Let <laughs> me whisper to your neighbor, say, there are giants in the land. Don't say it too loudly so they won't be scared. Just whisper it. There, there, there are giants in the land. <laughs> did, did your neighbor's pulse Increase? You want to check? All right. We have very medical people. Look at your dust. He said, let me check. You guys even know where to check. Wow. This is a very, very deep church. Glory to God. I said glory to God. All right. Now let's begin to break this down. There's no way we can complete this today, but let's try. It is important for you, the child of God, to always decipher when it is the voice of God speaking to you and when it is the voice of the adversary speaking, the voice of the adversary will use any microphone that you are used to so that you will think it is the voice of God. The Bible tells us that these people who were sent to go spy the land, they were not random people. They were the leaders of the tribes. They were supposed to be, if, if that was a ministry, because scripture actually calls them the church in the wilderness. And if Moses was Daddy Gio, these were the top senior pastors of the 12 parishes. Hello. Are we bringing it home now? And they are the ones who had been sent. Somebody is sick. Does God heal? Go check. There is intense poverty in the land. We are entering into a global recession. But we've checked scriptures and we found out that one of the moments of a, 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 an unimaginable wealth transfer has always been in the season of recessions. That's what scripture says. Go check. It says 10 of their pastors came back. I said, ah, uh, ah, uh, only two. Only two. Imagine 10 people trying to influence millions of people and two people trying to say no 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 some of you that's how you feel right now you're trying to believe but you're saying god help my unbelief you're trying to hold on to his word but it, it's just too loud out there nothing is working anymore everything is boy can we get into it let me show you what a true evil report looks like it doesn't come on black paper with red ink no that's not what an evil report looks like. I'm going to show you the five characteristics. Are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? I'm looking at my time. Number one, you begin to know that this is not the voice of God. When this voice begins to tell you, this situation is stronger than you. It's stronger than you. This one, this one, this one is stronger than you. When you begin to hear and sense that what this thing is communicating is that it is stronger than me, immediately you know this is definitely not the voice of God. Can you give me verse 26 of Numbers chapter 13? Let's read all the way to verse 28. Numbers chapter 13 from verse 26. I will read all the way down to verse 28. Is it coming up on my screen or am I need to run to my own Bible? Is it coming up? Numbers chapter 13. The same numbers 13. Let's pick it up from verse 26. Okay, let me pull it up from my own Bible. You see that it is good that I listened. Because if this was my brown book, it's there? All right, thank you. Thank you. It says, Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word. Somebody say they brought back word. 
Come on, you need to say louder than that. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Hmm. 27, then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. God said, it is a land that flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. Verse 28. Somebody say, nevertheless. Do you know what that means? It means, but. But. Oh, you know, um, God actually heals, you know. is a great physician. is a way maker. But. My brother, the moment you hear but. Somebody else has taken the mic. That is no more the voice of faith. When you hear, but sometimes, that, the, the, the two of them go together, but and sometimes. My sister, beware. Somebody has collected the mic. Are you in church this morning? Yes, uh, hello? Are you still in church this morning? Yes, go check the land. Go scout it. God said it, 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 it flows with milk. It, it actually does flow with milk and honey. We actually brought fruit. We brought souvenirs for you guys to see. I thought that was meant to spark joy in the hearts of the people that, wow, the one who brought us out of Egypt, finally we are on the cusp of entering into the land of destiny. Glory to Jesus. Somebody already said, who has the fine, as they were like, fine, the choir was about to respond. Ja, the ten said, nevertheless. 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 The people who dwell in the land are strong. <sighs> Those Israelites did not come to church today. They did not hear that there are giants in the land. Hello? The people in the land are strong. Yes. <laughs> that is why it is you God wants to use to dislodge them. Do you, are you getting it? That is why he has put this treasure in earthen vessels. So that even by the time you are done taking over the land, the land too will come and bow to your God. That strength for strength, there is no way you could have done this. Is somebody seeing it? It was always part of the plan. The people in the land are meant to be stronger than me, but they are not stronger than the one who is in me. Is somebody seeing it? It's always been the plan. God does not joke with his glory. You think he was sending you to a land with nurseries and kindergarten? So he just said, go, and he just start running. Are you joking? He says they are stronger than we. The nevertheless of life. The buts. God is faithful. You know, I'm really grateful for my life, but I hold my hand with yours and I pray for everyone under the influence of the but of the enemy that the Lord will give you complete, total victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm going to say that one more time. Complete, total victory. In the name of Jesus, what God's word says about your life will be what your life will be. There will be no nevertheless. There will be no buts. There will be no sometimes. In the name of Jesus, somebody say glory to God. So how come they are stronger? How come they are stronger? Genesis chapter 6 and verse 4. Uh, sorry. Take me back to Numbers 13. I want to show you something. Then we'll come to Genesis 6. We need to touch something. And I don't even mind if, if this is the only one we touch today. Maybe we'll just stay on, on only one. I told you there are five, right? Yeah, let's stay on one. I'll be so proud of myself if I can do one over five. Ah, it indeed is a new year. If, if you don't believe, I believe. <laughs> Glory to God. It says the people who dwell there are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. I'm coming to that. It says, moreover, just in case you guys are having ideas of, they are strong, but we too, we are millions. We can just run into them. He says, don't think you can run into them. He says, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Ah. He says, just in case you think it is those weak, lazy Anakites, the Nephilim of the... He says, no. Now, goes to verse 29. 
It says, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, this is intimidation of the enemy. When the enemy is telling you, wait, you mean God really said it's going to prosper you in the year 2022? You say, sit down, sit down. Let me start, let me start breaking it down for you. What do you earn now? Let's start from there. You say you're going to move to your own house. Your, those pastors, they've lied to you. So, down payment. Let's go to the GTA. This is, that's what's going on in verse 29. Average housing price. That's what, they're breaking it down now. They're showing you why believing in what your God said really is foolish. That's really what the enemy is trying to do. He says, like, how much do you earn? You? How much does your husband earn? So, they will allow you answer it. So, therefore, your combined family income is what? As you are saying it, you, too, you are now seeing that, wait, how did I even believe God in the first place? You are now, you are now, you are now seeing it through the lens of the enemy. So, based on this now, he says, where do you want to live? So, uh, we're actually thinking maybe um, Mrs. Miss what? He said, don't even say Miss anything. Just leave. <laughs> Just leave Miss. Have you gone to go and look for us in no Navot? <laughs> buy your house in Yukon because this miss, this miss you are calling Missy, what? He said, maybe Bram, he said, don't Bram anything. Or maybe Kali, don't Kali anything. <sighs> He's a big liar. He's not breaking, he says, the Amal- they, they, they. I'm sure they were not just saying, the Amalekites, the Hittites. They were like, Amalekites, the, the crowd just said, ah, Hittites, ah, the Jebusites, ah, Amorites, ah, you just say, you know what, Moses, <laughs> Moses, Moses, you have not done well, Moses. So let's go to Genesis 6. Let's see how these giants came about. This, these same things that the enemy uses to intimidate and to terrorize God's children. It says, remember this is the book of beginnings. Are you still in church? Please follow me. Follow closely. We don't have to finish today. Let's start. And you're already armed for victory. That the next time the enemy brings nevertheless to you, you flag it and you will know that that is the voice of the adversary. And I'm going to insist on what he has said. It might not make sense to me. It was never supposed to make sense to me. Own lands in this country, in this economy, is not supposed to still make sense now. When the Lord is saying, I will greatly increase you and multiply you in your thousands, it still doesn't make sense now. It, it was never supposed to make sense. It says there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that. So he's giving you the genesis of the giants. The word used there in the Hebrew is nephilim. From our little Hebrew study, you already know that I-M in Hebrew is what S and E-S is in English, right? You guys remember? Oh, you forgot? Mm? After for, mm? the, uh, glory to God. In it, in it, brav. Yeah, I'm, I'm preparing prayers in. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Follow, 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 follow. Please, if you can get this, I can close on number one for today. If you can get what the Spirit of God is about to show us now, I can close today on this one. Is there one I can? I must. I must close on number one. My sister said, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's come back. Let's come back. It says the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men. I don't know what hometown or culture you are from. This verse has a story in every culture. This verse that some spiritual beings descended on the earth, mingled with humans, and produced some 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 things. It's in every culture. If you go to Greek mythology, they have their names for all of them. If you go to my own village, 
Hello. Hello. I'm actually not from any village. Hello. Hello. <laughs> but when you read this, you will discover that Thor, Thor, is actually Shongo that studied abroad. Selah. Can we come back home again? And let's look at this. It says they bear children to them. The offspring of that union, they became the mighty men which were of old. Men of renown. So when the ten guys came and said, you know what? Um, that land, nice land, nice fruits. <laughs> he said, but the people there, I want you to think about it. Um, how do I describe this? Imagine one of the kids from um, the children's church. Let's imagine the smallest of them that can walk freely. You are really sending that child. Now picture some of the tallest people we know in our world today are basketball players, right? Yes. Some of them. I saw a picture once. One that somebody took with a basketballer. Um, they cropped the picture. And we could not see the person that was snapping with. You know, we could see the person like this. And the other person was just high up in the sky. Now imagine sending children department to go and drive out NBA stars feast for feast. One remember the person who has this mentality that we started with that said wait when these giants are killed what will happen? Do you know the person that talks like that? Do you know the Davids that talk like that? Hello? Do you want me to show you how you can talk like a David? That you see a giant and you're like, wait, um, what am I really going to wear on the day I'm sharing my testimony? You, you, you don't get it. You're, you're already planning the aftermath of it. That wait, when I go back for that doctor's appointment and they discover that this thing has actually disappeared, um, where am I going to sit? What am I going to invite? You're already creating your guest list. You already have your playlist. You have the song you want the choir to sing on that day. When PD comes to do the ribbon cutting for your new house, you're already thinking, um, what are we going to serve to PD on that day? Because PD is not traveling to Nunavut to bless your house. I am blessing your house in this city. Oh, did you hear me? I am blessing your houses in this city. In case you are saying, I already live in one. You are going to build and to own the one that others will live in. And they will pay you rent for it. And you will support God's work with it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please stay with me. He's saying that what produces physical giants is when a supernatural seed comes in contact with a human seed. It produces something that is physical. Part of what we'll begin to learn even as we break down discernment in our Wednesday teaching series is that as far as the supernatural is concerned, there are two Ds. Somebody said two Ds. So when somebody says, oh, it's supernatural, it's going to be a supernatural time, just give them time. Let's be sure which supernatural you are talking about. Because there's two supernatural, there is divine and there is the demonic. They are both very supernatural. Hello. Is this message getting too deep? Is it getting too much for you? You're still getting it right? So it says that when the other D of the supernatural the demonic seed, when it makes contact with humans, it produces physical giants. And hear me, all you see is all you get. Oh boy. Am I seeing the right church this morning? So therefore, whenever a supernatural seed, whether it is D for divine or D for demonic, interacts with a human vessel, it must produce something. And what it produces is always giant and mighty. Are you following? Therefore, follow, follow. If the D demonic interacts with a human vessel 
and produces what is a physical giant, then inside that thing, that physical giant, is an empty nothing. Is somebody seen it? Please let me put your hand on that thing. Somebody needs to see it. Somebody needs to see it. Somebody needs to see it. Okay, they can't see it yet. Let's go to 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. The reason why I'm saying this, the reason why I'm saying this is that you also, you also, you are not all physical. The child of God, the believer in Christ Jesus, also is born of a supernatural seed. Maybe you should take me to 1 Peter first. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. And then we will come back to it. Because if somebody can get number one alone today, I'm already fine. Because it's going to give you the kind of audacity that David had. You're going to see giants. You will not even dignify them by looking like this. You just look like this. If all I'm going to see is your knees, that's fine. Because you are not big to me any longer. My days of stretching up to look at you, I will only lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. I'm not looking up to identify a giant, to identify and to decipher how much intimidated or scared I shall be. I won't even look up and dignify you. Because I know that all of the supernatural nature you carry has been transmitted into your physical height. And that is all. On the inside, you have nothing. On the inside, hear me, anything that is intimidating you externally really and truly has nothing on its inside. All of the hope is that you will see all of this and be scared and you will bow out and cower out. That's the hope of the enemy. That you will see Goliath. He says that Goliath bragged and said, we don't need to fight. You know why? Because if we actually fight, Israel might win. So he says, we're not going to even try that. You guys have a God you serve. You guys are trained, you know war. He says, let me just come out daily. Give me a champion. And he switched the fight to the lane of intimidation. And the whole army of Israel will look up. Not to the hills. They will look up to Goliath and they will shake and they will say things and say things and say things. The day will open, the day will close. Intimidation. And all them will fear. And they are the king. They, 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 they claim that they are the king. But God was raising someone else in the sheepfolds. The one who knew that if all the supernatural you carry showed up in the physical, it means there's nothing left on your inside. Says you uncircumcised Philistine, I reckon you are killed. What will I wear on the day of my Thanksgiving? How am I going to type this thing? What am I? Why are the people I'm going to invite to dance with me? He's already planning for life after the victory. That's how champions think. That's the mentality of those who will take over. He says, "Being boy, First Peter one verse twenty three. Can we read this together? He says, "Being born again." Somebody say, "Born again." Not of corruptible seed. You have to say it with me. If you don't say it, you won't, you won't see it. Not of corruptible seed. Let's say that again. Not of corruptible seed. It says, but of incorruptible. By the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Come on, can you say it with me? Let's say it three times. Which lives and abides forever. Let's say it again. Which lives and abides forever. I want it to sink in. Say it. I have been born of a seed that lives and abides forever. You know what that means? So when the giant shows up and says, I carry supernatural seed, you are going to freeze that thing in its tracks. So you can't gloat again. Light has come. You were born of a supernatural seed, yes, but that was a corruptible seed. That seed was not smart enough to leave any strength on your inside. It brought all of you to height. Tall for nothing, as they will say in my village. You're just tall, tall for nothing. Some of you go, go back home and you, you, you look at those giants in the eyes and you give them a name. TFN. Tall for nothing. Tall for nothing. And when the giant comes, say off your mic. Off your mic. Stop shouting. 
No more. You know the enemy? When he sees you are no longer afraid, he knows the game has changed. He knows the game has changed. Stay with me. Do you know you also are a giant? If indeed you are born of a supernatural seed, oh, I pray, someone, I pray for someone. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord open your eyes that you'll see who you truly are. It says you've been born of an incorruptible seed that lives and abides forever. Therefore, remember my question, when this incorruptible, this time divine, somebody said divine, when it overshadows this human vessel, it also produces a giant. The only issue now is that God did not bother making your own giant with height. He made it stamina and height in your spirit. So you can give us 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. It says, you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. Why? Because greater is he that is in you. That is where your own giant formed. In you. Than he that is in the world. Where did their own giant from? Outside. So, when a David, who knows who is in him, stands before a Goliath who has nothing in him because all of his supernatural is already height. Then you can stand and look that thing in the face. Say, you uncircumcised Philistine. What a shame. What a shame. I was bullied out of my inheritance for so long because of height. Stronger than me. <laughs> it says there is greater in you. Child of God, I am hoping you will see this and leave this service with this confidence. I am born of God. I have overcome the world. I am born of God. I have overcome recession. I am born of God. I have overcome poverty. I am born of God. I have overcome disease. Is somebody seeing it? There is a giant in you. And I pray that the Lord will open your eyes to begin to see it. When you see it, you begin to talk the talk of giant slayers. Our language is the language of faith. It's connecting with the prayer city service this morning and I heard Pastor Yemisi say something very profound. He said, faith is blind to the impossible. Faith is dumb to discouragement. And faith is dead to doubt. That's the, <laughs> that's the natural habitat of giant slayers. Greater is he that is in me. You are not the only giant. You think you are tall? How tall are you? Nine feet. Have you seen me in the spirit? Have you seen my true height? This is not my real face. Hey! Woo! This is not my... You, because you think this is all of me? So you come and intimidate me out of the land and inheritance that God has said I am walking into? Let God be true. Come on, I said let God be true. I said let God be true. So who really is stronger? Are they stronger than us? Are they mightier than us? All of their supernatural is on the outside. It is height. But there is greater in me. Help me turn to your neighbor and prophesy to them. Say there is greater in you than he that is in the world. Look for someone else that will believe you. Say there is greater in you. You are born of God. Therefore you have overcome. Come and say to someone else. Say you are born of God. Therefore, you have overcome. You are born of God. Therefore, you have overcome. Let me bring the strings up. Let the ones who are giants, let them jump up on their feet. Let the real giants, not the fake giants. When we call fake giants, Goliath can come out. The Philistines can come out. The Etites can come out. The Jebusites can come out. All of those fake guys can come out. All of them are fake giants. But when we are calling the real giants, we are calling for the ones who have been born, not of a corruptible seed, but of an incorruptible seed, the one that lives and abides forever. When we are calling for the real giants to stand up, we are talking about those who know that they are born of God. They carry another DNA. They have a, a, a different set of rules working in their body. It says that there is the law of sin, 
and there is the law of the Spirit in Christ Jesus. That law has set me free. I am no longer a I am no longer a victim of shame. I am no longer chained down by the intimidation of these Philistines. It says, "What will be done? What will be done to them?" I'm already picturing life after the storm because he's able to see me through. Come on, if you can receive this word, say thank you, Father. I have underestimated who you made and what I carry. Ah! Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, some of you. The mountains are already melting. That is what light does. When light breaks like that, the enemy will just carry the bag and go. Some of you, diabetes is already walking out now. It's already working out. I don't know who came to this service with that neck condition. It might be an inflammation of your meninges. But you will go back to your doctors and they will tell you, what did you do? You will tell them, well, the real giant showed up. The real giant showed up. I was intimidated by the time your mortgage broker calls. And he says, we didn't know that this deal could go through. What changed? You're going to tell them nothing might have changed on the outside. But the real giant on my inside woke up. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any other. And our God is healer. He's awesome in power. Our God. Our God. Come on, make your personal brag. My God. My God is greater. And my God is stronger. And God, you are higher than any other. My God is he is awesome in power. I'm talking about my God. Hey, my God. And if my God, and if my God, and if our God before. Now tell me. If my God, now kids that, and if our God, for greater is He that is in us. Now what? Come on, one more time. And if our God, if God be for me, if God be for you, if the King of Glory. The lion of the tribe of Judah. If indeed, if indeed is your God. If indeed is your daddy. If indeed is on the inside of you. If indeed, if indeed he spoke a word. If indeed he gave the word. If indeed he gave the promise. Nothing can stand against us. Nothing can stand against us. Nothing can stand against you. One more time. If our God, if He's for us, if He's in us, if He's with us, if He's by us, if He's for us, come on one more time. And if our God, for my God is with me as a mighty strong warrior. Oh. Hey, 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 stand again. Hey, come on, church, one more time. Our God is, our God is great. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher. Lord, you are higher. Lord, you are stronger. Lord, you are bigger. I am the giant because greater is he that is in me. Then E, that is in the world. Our God. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any. Our God is healer. Awesome in power. Our God. Our God. I'm talking about your daddy. I'm talking about the dangerous mighty warrior. 
I'm talking about a great physician. I'm telling you, nothing can stand before you. If you can allow the Lord to open your eyes so that you can see who you really are. So you can see who is with you. You can see what you carry. And you know, nothing can stand against me. Who are you, great mountain? Who are you, great mountain? Who are you, great? I'm using great for you to dignify your height. Who are you, great mountain? Before God's children. Who are you, oh mountain? It says you shall now be made plain. You shall now be made low. You are going to be reduced to your real height. You are too small for my God. You are too small for the gods that I carry. You are too small for my king. Oh, for the Lord. He's thy keeper, the Lord. Is thy shade upon thine right hand? Upon thy right hand. This is an announcement to someone. And know the sun shall not smite thee by day, not the moon by night. It shall preserve thy soul. Even forevermore. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Help me eat the symbols. I don't know why the sound of my voice. You've been tormented by the spirit of the grave. There's something lying to you that you will die. There's something showing you pictures of caskets. It's telling you to put your house in order. Telling you that you'll be cut short. That you won't see your next birthday. Telling you you won't see the end of the year. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. By the authority in the name of Jesus. By the authority in the name of Jesus. By the authority in the name of Jesus. You spirit of the grave. You spirit of death and fear of death. Tormenting a carrier of glory. Tormenting the one who is born of God. Born of an incorruptible seed. By the authority in the name of Jesus. We break your hold over that life. In the name of Jesus. Every letter from the grave, we send it back to the sender. It is not time for you to die yet. I speak about your life that you will leave. I said you will leave. I said you will leave. You will not just survive. You will thrive. You will live large. You will live gloriously. You will live disease free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every affliction of the grave over your mind. Speaking suicide. Speaking suicide. Saying you can end it. We rebuke you foul spirit. We tear you garment of heaviness. And we set you on fire never to return. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on let's stand in the gap on that person. Just raise your right hand. Raise your right hand to heaven. And shout with me, I shall live, I shall not die, I shall live, I shall not die, I shall live, I shall not die. It is so, in the name of Jesus. Hear me, hear me. You know the interesting thing about this sermon? If there are giants in the land and there is no giant on your own inside, if you've not been, in the words of Peter, born again. That means you are small on the inside, you are small on the outside. It's a dangerous place to be. The giant on your inside comes alive the day you receive the life of Christ, Zoe. Eternal life, the very, very qualitative life of God. When it comes on your inside, you become a brand new person. That was what was, that was the source of the audacity of Caleb and Joshua and men like David that would stare this, this, this intimidating mountains and look at them and, and reckon them dead. There has to be life on your inside for you to get to that level. If you're under the sound of my voice in the room watching online, maybe you've made this decision before it's your first time or you're saying wow I never really heard it like this I never knew it was a big deal 
I never knew my relationship with Jesus was big deal. I thought I could go in my strength. I thought I could go in my might. I've done this church thing before. I've seen too much hypocrisy. I told myself I am walking away. I'm not, I'm not doing it again. I just reluctantly came to church today. I just reluctantly just tuned in to watch this service. But now I see that there's life. There's life. There's life. It's not fake. It's not fake everywhere. It might be fake in some places. This life is a real life. This life that I have is the life of Christ in me. This life that I have is the life of God. This life, hear me, my brother, my sister, this life is real. There might be many pretenders. This life is real. This audacity is not just noise. It's a real life. I want to pray with you before I run out. I want to agree with you. If you've not made that decision ever, or you made it not knowing the implications, I want to give you the opportunity to rededicate your life this day, this day. If you can say with me, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I acknowledge my sin and my need for a Savior. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for taking my place in the grave. Thank you because victoriously you rose on the third day just for me to have eternal life. So I say yes to you. I say yes to your will. I say yes to your plans and I say yes to eternal life. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. I receive the grace to live the rest of my days for you. Thank you, my Lord and Savior. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Oh, someone is entering into this week victorious. If you believe that you are the real giant and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, all over this room, I want you to jam those ends together and give the Lord a big shout! Glory to Jesus! Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you're a champion. God bless you.